You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just, I knew what I was doing, but I couldn't stop myself, and what that's is where the problem you feel like, is. You look like a shell of yourself today. You look like I just your feel, spirit is broken. I mean, normally I'm a proud, confident man. Um, Sarah, I think everybody knows this. You know, I'm a pillar of the community. But yesterday... Now you're just making it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Wow. It takes a lot for you to be ashamed of something, too. Yeah. No, what I did, and I couldn't stop myself. I just kept doing it. Oh. I couldn't control it. Okay. I, I lost mean, control again. Hello, hello, everyone. Is everyone Okay. You didn't do anything terrible to anyone, did well, you? Well, that you know, that's in the in the scope of things. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, I do want to say I appreciate everybody who, who listens to the show, however you do it. You know, like we said, you can download it. You can uh, live stream it. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. What else can you do, Greg? You can also go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page if you're going to be doing any shopping on Amazon. Always make Fun Employment Radio your first stop. I was testing out a new phrase there. That was terrible. I'm, I'm testing out pitching no, some new ideas. No, because you even know, like you phrased it poorly because you were talking about no, however you listen, if you download it, if you live stream it. Or if you go to the website and click on the Amazon link, that's not the same category. No, you're the one. You split that up by asking me a question in the middle of it. You asked, what else can you do, Greg? And so then I... Okay, well, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll retool the marketing on that. We'll, we'll hit the we'll advertising market. We'll All right, let it. me just say, I, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit discombobulated today because I do feel kind of bad about what I did. It was an extra, extra shameful day yesterday. All right. And I feel like I need to get it out there. I need to talk about it. Um, I need, I need to confess what I did. What? And I just, I've like everybody's alive, right? Yes, everybody's alive. Okay, well, you're making it sound pretty scary. No, nobody was harmed. Okay, nobody feelings was harmed. would probably have been harmed. Taste buds were probably harmed. Okay. All right. So here's. <sighs> All right. So I, uh, I attempt to not eat too terribly. Like I don't eat a lot of candy. Um, we know this. I've talked about this before. I don't eat candy. I rarely do I purchase. What are like, you talking? Sweets. I'm building into what I'm trying to explain. But you're here. lying. I'm not lying. How is that lying? You eat candy. Yeah, but not very often. I never buy it. Yeah, but you're making a blanket statement that you never eat candy. Rarely. Rarely. Very rarely do okay. I. Okay. Believe me, there's plenty of things for me to be shameful of. You'll get your your day. Um but yeah, I rarely eat candy because I try not to do any of that. I don't like a lot of it, but I do have my weaknesses. And my weaknesses revolve mainly around anything peanut M&Ms or Reese's peanut butter cups or anything like that or that's peanut peanut Wait, but butter. Those are it's candies peanut and butter. You don't eat candies. I do I didn't say I never eat them. I do eat them on occasion. I just I try not to and I never buy them. If it's given to me, that's a different story. Then, then I have no choice in the matter, but I, but I have to eat it. Rarely do I ever buy something. And that's why it's important to lay the groundwork for that. You know, you know I don't go out and buy candy. I don't know that. Okay. 
I don't. I'm telling you, I do not buy candy. Okay, ever. I'm just saying. Like, I'll see you sometimes, and you'll show up with like a bag of Cheetos, and then you like. That's say not the next candy. Day, like, no, I don't no, no, eat no, Cheetos. no. Whoa, no, 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 no. We're <laughs> separating <laughs> difference here. Whoa, see, <laughs> Cheetos. That that chips do not count as as candy. Chips aren't candy. That's a different. That's a different section. Chips. Yes, I buy shame chips quite frequently, and they're equally shameful. Aren't and they? then I eat them in my room where no one else can see, and then I hide. I hide you, them away from everyone. That's not because you're ashamed. It's because you don't want to share. No, that's not it. It's because a I, little bit of both. It's maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes roommates eat your food, and <clears throat> so I hide them anyway. But I do, what I don't do is ever buy candy. However, if there are peanut M and M's around, and we we have this is a very well known fact. If you listen to this show. I uh, I have a problem with them and where I, I have to eat them. They're they're delicious. They're kind of the greatest thing that's ever been invented, and that's why that's why I don't buy them because I uh, you know I, I know I have a problem you with them. You can't control yourself. I can't control. Around. I can't. I cannot. Mm-mm. I cannot control myself. If there is an open bag, I'm going to eat them, and I know that. And I'll tell myself I'll like go and I'll like like say there was a bag of uh, peanut M and M's in here. I would go and I would eat like three or four if somebody was around but if nobody's around i'm grabbing myself a fistful of them and i'm going to shove them in as quick as i can and then i'm going to go sit down and be like okay that was enough that was terrible why did you do that greg that was awful you don't need to eat that many m&ms let alone all at once did i tell you a terrible thing the thing that i've been meaning to bring to the studio what for christmas my aunt and uncle they got me i shit you not I, i didn't ask for it this is one of my random christmas presents i got from them they got me a giant glass jar. Yeah. Full of M&Ms. What kind of M&Ms? Uh, it's like peanut and the mint ones and regular ones. <sighs> God damn it. So what I was thinking is that we can bring them in here and there'd be a nice decoration on the table. But then you wouldn't really be able to sneakily eat them because it's a clear glass and so I'll be able to so see everybody them would know. going down. That's yeah. just torturing me though. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what happened. Speaking of holiday M&Ms. Because this actually does directly relate. So I went and worked one of my many different side jobs that I do here. Of course, Fun Employment Radio is our main job, but we have different side jobs. This one, I was uh, I was downtown last night working. Downtown. At one of the side jobs at an event that was going on. And when in, you say you're working downtown, it sounds like you're working the streets a little. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying I'm working a side job. I didn't hey, say who it was. Hustling. Hey, got to make the money somehow. Heck yeah. Got to pay rent. Anyway, uh, I was at this this job last night and I came in and I think I got there at like 4.30 I think is when I started and I've got my coworkers there we've got a main office that we kind of go back to and and they're all very nice and I said hello to everybody and I noticed there, there's a there's kind of a drawer in one of the filing cabinets that I only recently discovered what's in there why are you looking and through they, a drawer in the filing because cabinet because I was told I was told to go through it I'm because sorry I, I was told to go through because oh, I had to go find a paste. Rewriting up. history really quickly. I don't know. There weren't. A lot. <clears throat> There's a filing cabinet there. It's got supplies in it. It's like a supply. What kind of supplies do you need for that job that you're talking about? Sometimes you need like scissors or you need like different things. I don't know. There's different supplies you need when you're doing a job. You never know what's going to come up. I need signs. Like sometimes I have to make signs for different things. So I. <sighs> anyway. There's a filing cabinet, and sometimes they have snacks in there. And I, when I came in, there were two or three of my coworkers in there, and I noticed them going back to the filing cabinet. I'm like, what's going on in there? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. We just have some M&Ms. And my ears, like, I tried to play it cool, 
I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like it was no big deal to me. Like inside, because uh, I was really hungry at this point too. So it just coincided. But so you found with, the M&Ms in the drawer. No, I did not. I did not. They were going through them. They were going through. Th- okay, I walk into the office. There's three coworkers there. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little ashamed, so I'm not telling the story very well. I walk into the office. The three coworkers are in there. They're just chatting, whatever. I notice them going into the filing cabinet and reaching in. And as they are uh, reaching in there, they, uh, I notice they're, they're pulling out you know, snacks. And, it's, and I ask what it is. And they're eating M&Ms. And then all three of them... They close the drawer. Like, they don't offer me any. Not that they need to. But they close the drawer, and I'm just, like, getting ready and checking in, and I'm in the office, and all of a sudden, I'm in there by myself. Because all three of them went off to go do whatever. So I was in the office by myself. And most of the building is closed. And (sighs) before I even checked in, I went and opened that filing cabinet. You went into the filing cabinet that was not yours to go into? Well, it's not like it's, I'm not, it's not a problem if I go into it. it that's not an issue. I'm not, Are I'm not like sure? going to get reprimanded for opening the filing cabinet. That, yes, I'm sure of that. I'm not going through like personal files. It's like, it's like a supply cabinet. But they, the problem was they, there was one of those giant holiday bags of peanut M&Ms that they had in there. And there was about probably, it was like a bottom layer full. Like, most of them were gone. But I reached in there, and there was nobody else in the office. And I took a big handful of them. And I Wait, shoved even them though in my it was just as, the one... And I shoved them in my mouth as fast as I could. Oh, my and God. And I ate them. And then I closed the filing Do you even know how then, long they'd been in there? Well, they were all eating them. I mean, it's the holidays. It can't have been there for very long. A couple weeks. I don't, I don't know. It's one of the big bags. They're not old. They were just eating them. But the problem was, the key is, there weren't that many left. And I took a handful of them. And there were still plenty left for people the first time. And I shoved the handful of M&Ms into my mouth. And then I walked out of the room. And then... And then I, I left the office... And I walked, um, I walked down the hallway, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that because those are M&Ms for everybody. You know, there's only a few of us here. And, and I left and I went down and I did some Wait, rounds. So you, at this point, there were still some M&Ms left. Yes, there were still M&Ms left there. I, I ate more than my share. People were only taking like just a couple at a time because there wasn't that many left. It was for everybody. <laughs> And then I um, I went down the hall and I went around and did some of my work and I checked on stuff for a minute. I was like, oh, well, I still have time. Maybe I'll go back up to the office for a minute. I'm going to just get a drink of water is what I told myself, but I knew why I was going back up to the office because I hadn't had enough. I wanted more. I wanted more M&M's. And I walked in the office and I walked in like casually at first, like I was going to get water. And then I slowly, like, I was telling myself I wanted water, but then I walked around the office to see if anybody else was in there, and there wasn't anybody else in there, and I opened up the filing cabinet again, and I took another handful of the M&Ms. Was it the last handful? No, not yet. 
because I came back one more time. Did you finish off the bag that time? No, I left like four of them. You left four? I left four M&Ms in there. And Did I anyone saw else it. see you coming in or out of the office? No one saw me. No one saw? No one saw me. But I only left four M&Ms in there, and I feel so terrible about it. Because I saw it. I saw what I had done. I saw the, the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw the carnage. I saw that there was only four in there. I couldn't take it back. I couldn't reverse time, but I ate... I, I I ate all but four of the rest of the M and M's. The, me, the me, office, the offices, everyone's M and M's. I ate them. Let me ask you this: How upset would you be if you went to your offices, group M and M stash, and went there expecting some delicious peanutty M and M's in your mouth, and there were only four left? I'd be pretty mad. How would that make you? That make you feel pretty mad? Yeah, I'd be pretty mad. Yeah, because be like, you, who ate all those M and M's? Because why wouldn't they just take the last four, right? Like, why well, would no, they just, just I mean, why there? did they eat all of them and they'd only leave four? There was enough for everybody to have a little bit throughout their night, and not after I got done with them. So you basically ruined it for everybody. Three times. It was within like a half hour. I ate all of them. Wow. Maybe maybe an hour, but I yeah, I. I went back three times and I ate all the M&Ms except for four of them and I left the four there and then I didn't open it again so I don't know at some point somebody opened that drawer and saw there were only four M&Ms left do you think they speculated it was you? I don't know I hope not I don't know that's what I'm afraid of your addiction kind of takes over (coughs) I'm afraid I'm afraid of that I'll be found out like I'm ashamed of what I did well yeah you should be yeah I mean I am you took away other people's joy because of your addiction I couldn't help it. I couldn't stop myself. There were peanut M&Ms in there. I've seen you. I've seen you. And not I didn't able have time for dinner. That stuff. And so I was hungry. And I just, and plus they're delicious and they're amazing. It wouldn't have even mattered if I'd eaten dinner or not. I just, I, I ate them. Wow, Greg. It was, it's like, it's like kryptonite for me. Well, it's the most manly thing you've ever said. Peanut M&Ms are your kryptonite. They're my kryptonite. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's seeing, being here, uh, considering you stole their candy that wasn't offered to you. Yeah, you should be... Sim- okay, it was in the office drawer. It was okay for me to have some of that candy. I mean, are you it's sure? Just, just because yes. you saw other people doing it doesn't mean that it's okay. Yeah, no, because otherwise it would be in their personal drawer. If it's in that drawer, I know it's it's public domain, but that doesn't mean... You're supposed oh, to yeah, eat Kristen's all You're supposed to out. share it with everyone. Maybe you should have to eat candy until you get sick. You know, like in the 80s, how, uh, you know, parents, if they caught their kids smoking, they make them smoke an entire pack until they threw up. Oh, yeah. Keelan has it right. He said it's more like crack. It's, it's my meth. Yeah, my meth is peanut M&M's. Yeah. Yeah, I would have. I mean, if you offer it to me, if I'm not around it, I'm okay. But if you offer it to me, if I'm in a room with it, with peanut M&M's. Like I and, and there's like an open so bag. Weird too. I could just see you. Do you like do you still eat them one at a time when you're shame eating them by yourself? No, because I was in a hurry, so I shoved them like all in at once. Like, like yeah, oh like, a, like a horse like a eating animal. out of a trough. Like an animal. Oh my god! I shoved them in as fast as I could. Um, John and Boring. If you find a bottle of whiskey in a drawer, you're gonna drink that too. No, doesn't work that. What well, doesn't work that way? No. So, did anyone bring up the fact that you ate the rest of the peanut M and M's? No. Or was anyone nobody? Nobody saw me. I was. I got away no, unscathed. I'm not saying nobody about saw you, me. But I'm saying did anyone complain in general that they were all gone? I don't know. I wasn't in there when they complained. I wasn't in there when they discovered that there were none left. Hmm. 
But I do know I had three other coworkers who were enjoying the M and M's as well. God and by the time that right. I got done with them, they did. There was only four. There was only one piece left. Oh, I'm so. Oh, I feel awful. You should buy another bag and put them in there, Who's and then a, you'll eat all of them. I'm sure. You yeah. No, that wouldn't work. Okay. That won't work. <sighs> you and your peanut M and M's totally remind me of David Silver and his crippling uh, crystal meth addiction from season four of Beverly Hills 90210, which I'm currently watching right now. What a what a Point it in relative. In relevant? I'm sorry, are you a little, uh, rel- are you a little flustered because you're trying to stand up for yourself right now? Yes. I did watch it last night, and your exact story about rifling through the drawers and taking something that wasn't yours is exactly like David when he worked at the radio station. He was trying to stay up all night for his shift, and then he goes into his uh, program director's drawer to try and find um, some pens and pieces of paper, and instead he finds his crystal meth, and then he can't resist it. He has to take the crystal meth because, you know what, David wants to stay up all night and be Wait a awake. minute. Wait a minute. Let me just understand this really quick. Yes. Now that we're discussing season four of Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, great season. He was working overnights at a radio station sure and he had to do crystal meth. Yeah, I have, I have, at the campus radio station. Yeah. From noon to, from, uh, from midnight to six, it was a grueling Wait, shift. Six hours, that's it? it he worked from midnight six to hour six? Shift, grueling. Yeah. And he could not get through it without doing his crystal meth. Wow. And, but he didn't yeah, use it. Yeah, that's how radio is, everybody, too, just so you know. That's what it was like. When I worked overnights. No. Oh. At uh, at KUFO, it was all crystal meth. That's all we would do because you had to stay up. When I worked it's in morning so radio at a station, I, I'm not I'm even going to reference where it was, but there was a morning radio show host whose uh, Coke dealer would come every single morning. Yeah, but that's because he's a Coke addict, yeah. not because he needs that to do his show. No, you needed to be all zippy yeah, dippy doo. That's, that's different. Anyway, yeah. but anyway, yes. So David Silver, when he was uh, you know working that hard six hour shift, yeah, he would pour like. He, I, I don't really know how you're supposed to do meth, but I'm pretty sure that the 90210 way isn't the way that you do meth because he would take his meth, get a cup of orange juice. What? Dump the meth into the orange juice, and then he'd like be like... <sighs> and then he'd get high from his orange juice. What? He dumped meth into he an orange juice? He put his meth juice? in his orange juice. It was like meth. Is that how you do that? I don't know, but then he'd like he'd swig his meth-addled orange juice, and he'd be like, all right, yeah, I'm feeling good. Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know that's how that... How that worked out. I didn't know either. So uh, maybe you've been, <laughs> I don't know, you do love your juice. I love juice, yeah. I mean, I can understand. you juice? I mean, if, it, if he was just chugging juice to stay up, I do, I do get that. I do like juice. Mm-hmm. All right, this is just, it's just been a shameful week for me now that we're thinking about this. And that does remind me, I do need to, I need to uh, tell you. What? Actually, this is very cool. Uh, what is going to be happening tomorrow. We just booked a guest for tomorrow. That's Ooh. what I was doing at the beginning of the show before we started. Oh, when you were completely distracted, not telling me what was going that's, on? That's yeah, and that's not in the podcast. That's on the live stream. People people got to hear that. But uh we have confirmed tomorrow we have Corey from Book of Mormon who's oh. going to be joining us. Yeah, he's coming in. Oh, he plays uh so he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. In Book of Mormon. He's yep. scary in it actually. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a very good bad guy. He plays uh, what General Butt Naked. General Butt Naked, yes. yes. <laughs> so if you look him up, his name's uh, Corey Jones. Yeah, Corey is uh, really, really cool. So we we hung out with him for a little while after a Book of Mormon the other night, and yeah, so just confirmed. Doesn't he think my name is Susan. Uh, yes, he did text back. <laughs> <laughs> he texted back. I didn't know how to correct him. I'm like, okay. Well, because I had uh, uh, we exchanged numbers just to see if we could come on the show, and so I've been talking to him a little bit, and yeah, he does think your name's Susan. I'm sorry, I haven't corrected him on it yet. That's I mean, we only met that night, it so it was easy for him to not... No, I mean, do you want Susan, me to tell him ahead of time that your name's not no, Susan? We can, I can just tell him tomorrow. 
That's fine. Okay. Susan's closer to Sarah than when Mark Marin kept calling me Emily. Yeah, that was weird. That was like that was in strange. no way, shape, or form anyway. Close you look like it. an Emily. Uh, oh, yeah. well, what are you going to wear tomorrow? I mean, not, last time he saw you, so we were talking about this yesterday, how you know you were wearing your holy jeans, they, my jeans sweater. My jeans were not holy. Like, are you going to get all dressed up for tomorrow's show? My jeans were not holy, and mm. I had a very nice sweater. Yeah, I was underdressed. Yes, I know that. Yes. Um, I don't. Why would I? Do I have to dress up now? At our studio? I mean, no, but I mean, you get a you get a second chance to make a second impression. Yeah, but here's the thing: he's a Broadway actor. Yeah. Like, I am not going to impress him with my sense of fashion. All of those people so were very like, well like, dressed. Yeah, they were very well dressed. Yeah, all of them, and that was yeah. their casual. They were off off the show, just hanging out clothes. I mean, they're they're New York people. I'm not going. I'm not going to be able to compete with them. When it comes to when it comes to the fashion, they're uh, so New York I don't, people. Well, I mean, they're they're New York Broadway actors. Like, I, I can't compete with that. But I, I don't know. What should I wear? Do you think I should like dress up a little bit, or should I mean, maybe I, you should try and be cool. Like what? Like, be since a cool you can't, guy. Since you can't dress nice, maybe you should try and like dress cool. Okay, should I put like my wear my hat like crooked or something, and then yes. like, have shades. Make sure on? your wallet. Chain. Should I have, make sure I have shades on while we're doing the show? While we're doing the show here in the studio. I'll wear glasses, and then I'll, um, uh, what should I wear? Should I be like the shorts guy, the guy who's too cool, he just wears shorts no, all year nobody round? Nobody thinks the, guy, the shorts guy is cool. I know, Only I wish they did. Only you think the shorts guy is I, cool. No, I respect- That is your, like, dream. That I respect wish. the bravery of shorts guy uh, to do it. I don't it, think I've known a shorts guy. Or the guy. ignorance of, of not understanding how bad it looks. Because if it looked good, I would wear, I would wear shorts every day of the year. If it, was socially, if it were socially acceptable, I'd be wearing shorts every day of the year. I was going to play a little instrumental book when we talk about this. Well, I mean, I think that you should... Maybe some sort of, like, hip shirt. Maybe something... A some hip lo- shirt? Well, maybe some, like, local, like, for... Like, maybe if you wear, like, your big-ass sandwiches shirt or something. You know, something that shows that you're hip and local. And if, you know, and if he's like... If he's like, oh, what does that, what's that shirt mean? you would be like, oh, it's a... You know, a couple of my Whatever. best buddies. They own this amazing sandwich place in town. Then it seems like I'm just shilling for... Which big ass sandwiches is fantastic, but then it seems like I'm setting it up for. I don't know. I feel weird with that. That'd be like I'm me wearing wearing like my courage. Shirt. Maybe I'll just wear my courage shirt in. Like what's courage? That's hey, like, did I tell oh, you that I sing band. too? I sing too. That's my band. I also act. Uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think you're kind of a lost cause. I think that you know, first impression's gone. Leather jacket, uh, Vicky in the live chat. At fundofhomeradio.com. Fun yeah, I do. I have a pleather one. It looks leather. I have two of them. I could wear one of those. Don't wear a pleather jacket. Like, hey, kind of that thing. I could wear like fingerless gloves and like, like my leather jacket. What the hell jacket. is wrong with you? You're not the same weirdo that fingerless I Fingerless gloves, my leather jacket. Hey. I wear my big ass sandwiches hey, what's shirt. Happening? Look at my leather jacket and my fingerless gloves. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up, man? And my shorts on. <laughs> yeah, I'll be cool. I'm sorry. So you're going to wear cargo shorts? Fingerless gloves, a pleather jacket, and talk with like a, a, a Fonzie accent. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. 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 It's a dual radio show. Yeah. See, I mean, I already sound kind of cool right there. Are you going to be nervous around him? Like interviewing him? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, because he is like, a, you know, an actor. Yeah. He's a singer. Yeah. Like he does he's, the he's things talented, that you do. He's a talented guy. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a very talented man. Yeah. I know. What, why would I be intimidated? Now I'm going to be, now that you're putting this into my head. Let's just feed on Greg's shame week. Um, what? 
You should tell him about how many M&Ms you can eat in a sitting. <laughs> I bet he'd oh, be no, really he's probably going to listen to this show, too, to prepare, and he's going to know about my shame. No, uh, they're busy. He's not He's not listening to the show. That's true, yeah. yeah. He is busy. I don't. I, I why? Why are you putting me on the spot like this? I'm like, bringing in the jar I'm already of M&Ms so tomorrow. out of sorts today. This I is, know. This, I'm I'm so off my game today that uh, I don't know what. I don't know how to look cool. Well, you never. I mean, know. I am cool. I'm cool as I am, sir. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. <sighs> All right. Anyway. All right. So tomorrow confirmed. Tomorrow confirmed. We're having general. Butt naked <laughs> or Corey? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like the bad. If anyone's seen the Book of Mormon, they might know the bad guy from Book of Mormon. Yes, yep. He was. He's a really good actor too. Like he actually kind of freaked me out. Yeah. When I was watching it, he's he plays a scary bad guy. He does play, a and scary then he's like bad the guy. nicest human being ever. So he was. He he's is. a good actor. Yeah, he's a very good actor mm-hmm. and uh, and cool dude. So we're gonna be hanging out with him tomorrow here on the show. I love everybody that listens to our show. I'm going through looking in the chat, and there are lots of screen caps and references to when David Silver had his uh, crystal meth problem, where he's getting the pills from from his program director. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, and also, let me just state for the record, uh, John is saying, oh, they made the bad guy black, huh? Spoiler alert, it takes place in Africa. So, yeah. most of the cast It would be kind of, kind of awkward if it wasn't. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it would be... <laughs> I think that would be the issue <laughs> if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And yes, Kristen. First up. Got a story out of Portland, Oregon. Oregon. We're making we're making some headway in the in the news cycle these days. Yeah. I mean, yesterday it was the was it the poop caster. You're, you're, this is your world of it's crazy the, segment. It's like the fancy machine that they that they uh, have created down to yeah the the poop master six thousand. Yes, I that's think that cleaning was up it. like crow feces all around downtown, yes. and it's uh-huh. just like traveling the land. So that's making national news. Now, of course, back to the basics. Portland, Oregon, Pl- uh, Portland police are looking for a man who walked into a southeast Portland pet store and stole a two-foot-long snake by stuffing it down his pants. A two-foot-long snake. A two-foot-long snake. This happened in southeast Portland? This happened in southeast Portland. Where at? At the A to Z pet store at 160th and Southeast Division, which I've driven oh, by okay, there. okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Why would someone steal a snake? I, I don't... I'm not a snake person. I know... We've talked about this before. Like I, I don't, I like don't snake know. Snake people are different. Snake people are different. Snake people are different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Any but snake how, why you would stick a snake into your pants? I do not, two foot long. A two foot long. That's snake. a big ass snake. That's a big snake. I think you don't understand how long two feet is. Like Greg just held his feet, his hands like five feet apart. I, I am, uh, I am aware of how long <laughs> two feet are. Thank you for. All right, so this happened on A to Z Pets at 160th and Division. Uh, the video shows a man, this happened a few days ago, walking into the store with a woman at about 2 p.m. Who walks into a pet store at 2 p.m. on the weekends like, I'm going to steal a two-foot snake and I, shove well, it down Well, clearly he's pants. had an idea of this for a while. 
Well, I guess it is 160th in division. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so he makes his way to the back of the store, the man does, uh, to the snake area. Which, by the way, there's a snake area in this store. I've never been to the snake area. Uh, sticks his hand in the tank, takes out a black uh, pastel ball python. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I that's don't what know. it says. Uh, he can be seen on surveillance video stuffing the python down the front of his pants and then walking out of the store. So uh, the store co-owner uh, and manager, Kristen, I can't pronounce their last name, said that the snake is about two feet long and was sold for $200. So it's wow. a $200 snake that he shoved down his pants. So that this type of snake isn't aggressive. Um, but on that day, the man got lucky because it was close to feeding day. The snake hadn't eaten <laughs> in a few days. And the snakes are very hungry. And she said, um, usually when uh, she'll go back up there probably the next day or the day after, the snakes are pressed up against the glass looking for food. So he made it in the nick of time. They like dark, warm places, so the snake was probably very comfortable where he was at. Ugh. So they don't know where this guy is. They don't know where the guy is. They have him on surveillance. She said, despite uh, it being funny that a guy shoved a snake down his pants, the whole incident makes her mad. A to Z Pets is a family store. They work hard and have been in the community for 20 years. She said she's grateful for the surveillance cameras and hopes police catch the man soon. Although I wouldn't hold my breath because we have a clear face shot of the Portland pooper and he is still on the loose. That is true. In that same area. All right. Back-to-back Waffle House stories. Okay. Okay. A Georgia woman. You know I've never been to a Waffle House. I don't think I have either. They're more, aren't they more like Central, East East. Coast? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we have like the IHOPs and the Sherry's. Oh, that, is that what Waffle House is? I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an IHOP person. I don't. These are waffles. I was a Sherry's person in high school when you could go and drink bottomless cups of coffee and chain smoke. Yeah, we did that for like at hours Lions. on end. Yeah. All right. Well, a Georgia woman has been accused of taking off all of her clothes and unleashing a rampage at the Waffle House Diner in Kensaw, Georgia. So, an arrest warrant, which was obtained by a local newspaper, said the accused woman stripped off all of her clothes in front of a uh, in front of Waffle House staff and patrons during a suspected excited delirium state. What does that mean? She was excitedly delirious at a Waffle House. I do not know. Well, this woman's name is Jennifer Mary Nicholson. Now, she allegedly punched another customer in the nose and threw several platters of food at people in the restaurant. Uh, this happened about 10.30 p.m. last week on January 8th. She's also accused of throwing a plate at a window. The window didn't break. Uh, Nicholson is charged with aggravated battery and criminal damage to property. Simple assault, obstruction, simple battery, and public indecency. Um, so no explanation as to why she decided to rip off all of her clothes in her suspected excited state of delirium. So that there's no like drug evidence or anything like no that? No drug evidence, but it was 10.30 at night, so... Just the waffles were that good? Maybe she was... They were delicious waffles. I do like waffles. I'm not a pancake person. I, I prefer waffles to pancakes. Yeah. Yeah, pancakes... Because um, waffles have their own little, you know, like sauce cups in them. And you can like control the ratio of like butter and syrup. Yeah, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. No, you put eggs on them. Ew. Yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, so she's been charged with a lot of stuff. So, you know, don't take your place, don't take all your clothes off at a Waffle House or at a Sherry's or an IHOP. Anywhere waffles might titillate you. Speaking of Waffle Houses, that one was in Georgia. This one's out of Forest City, Arkansas. Now, this 
particular Waffle House says that it has has fired two employees after video emerged showing one of the workers at the Waffle House in Forest City, Arkansas, dipping her hair into the pots of water in the kitchen that they use to boil food and then washing it in there. Ew. So a man who was dining at the Waffle House in Forest City, Arkansas, uh, named Antonio Robinson, uh, said that he and his friend found hair in their food when they dined last week at the Waffle House in Forest City, uh, which is about 90 miles east of Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, Robinson said that when they were waiting for their food, he saw one employee through the kitchen door dipping her hair into a water pot on the stove in the restaurant's kitchen, then drying it with a towel. That's so gross. Now, Robinson said he and his friend were able to record the incident from their table on their cell phones. Uh, Waffle House said uh, in a statement that they have fired both of the employees that were involved with the hair washing incident in the kitchen and that the restaurant has since passed a state health department inspection. <sighs> That's just disturbing, and I, I really don't even want to think about it because now... Because you know that goes on a lot. That's I'm just gonna. Well, and you this know restaurants. I mean, people. It don't, happens a, like not that, not necessarily people boiling their hair in it. Yeah. But there is stuff like that that goes on in the background all the time. Well, I mean, and from working in restaurants, like you know, you only have a finite enough of uh, enough you know plates and cups and everything. Like you, like thousands of other people's mouths have been on every single utensil that you've used, every single cup that you've drank from. Ew! Now I'm thinking about that. I mean, th- yeah, If you, when you're going out to a restaurant, you're basically just putting your mouth where thousands of other people have had their mouths before. It's less classy than it is, like, if you just eat at home. Oh, they, do they give it a thorough scrub? Like, who knows what, who was licking the cup you were drinking before you? By the way, restaurants, if you'd like to sponsor Fun Employment Radio, we are looking for new sponsorship opportunities. Uh. Next up, a Florida woman. Just want to throw this one in here. It's been a while since we've talked to one of these lovely ladies. She's accused of exposing her breastuses. And throwing pork chops at people. Now she's been locked up after pork chops. an intoxication situation, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office records. So a deputy went to an address in Jensen Beach, Florida. Jensen Beach is kind of creeping up alongside Port St. Lucie. What? I mean, nothing will ever surpass Port St. Lucie, clearly. Right. But I'm just saying. So deputies uh, showed up at an address in Jensen Beach after a man identified... Uh, as the victim reported that a woman named Christine Taylor, 31 years young, was causing a, dispi- a disturbance. Now, Miss Christine Taylor had been drinking, and the victim said that she was trying to fight people in the trailer park. Over what? Uh, I don't know. She didn't say what she was mad about, Some but she battles. was quoted and kept saying, What's up, bro? What's up, bro? <laughs> but as she kept yelling that before threatening to cut the victim with a beer bottle that she said she was going to smash. Then, Christine Taylor, the dapper young lady she is, decided to lift up her shirt, unveiling her breasts to the victim, wiggling them See, around. See, again, I'm not. this always confuses me, and I'm, I have to say it seems to be mostly women, at least in the stories for World of Crazy that you do here, where they expose themselves as a form of punishment to their, to their potential victims. I mean, what kind of mind frame do you have to be in? Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lift up my shirt. That'll get you. <laughs> like, that's not... Normally, you would think that's supposed to be like an enticement thing. It's a, you know how I'm going to punish a punishment. you? Look at these. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> it's disgusting. 
Although that's from Arrested Development, it wasn't like, say goodbye to... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Kitty. <laughs> yeah, Kristen in the chat, coming back to the glasses thing really quick, she said, uh, when her brother was a kid and moving out and her mom suggested that he tries garage sales for dishes and he was all like, but people use those. That's like when people <laughs> talk about like going to get something at you know, like a thrift store or at like, yeah, exactly, or a garage sale. It's like, yes, people have used them. You know when you go to a restaurant, it's not a brand spanking new cup out of the... I like to pretend it is. Out of the box. Yep. Some, you know, dishwashing employee who's getting paid minimum wage in the back is just throwing them all in a crate, shoving them into the dishwasher, and hoping all the food chunks. What are you get off doing? Like, anyway, so she goes, "What's up, bro? What's up, bro?" She goes yelling before threatening to cut the victim with a beer bottle. She said she was up, going to bro? smash. Uh, she then lifted her shirt, unveiling her breastuses. Now, uh, earlier revealing. that day, the way they wrote this was like it's erotic. They're like she unveiled her breasts to the victim. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this woman's name? This. Christine. Christine Taylor looks exactly like the kind of woman you would see ru- uh, that you would picture running around a trailer park, going "What's up, bro?" <laughs> What's people. up, bro? She looks exactly. Like <laughs> well, earlier that day, and this is also where Christine got in trouble because she was accused of toppling over a barbecue grill at the same trailer park and throwing pork pork chops at people <laughs> and on the lawn. I love that it's pork chops. Like now, the owner of the pork chops and the grill, uh, however, left before a deputy arrived, so he didn't get any uh, didn't get a full statement on the pork chop throwing. Gotcha. Well, Taylor was arrested on a disorderly conduct charge. Oh, man. And finally, Greg, would you say that you're quick to anger? No. Quick to annoyance. You're very quick to anger. Are you kidding me? I am not quick to anger. Uh Uh-huh. Like, how so? Can you just take a breath? All right. Getting a little aggressive here. Well, a new study has come out that people who are prone to rage attacks quickly have smaller emotional brains than people who are more steady about their emotions. You have a small emotional brain. That's a thing now. A small emotional brain. Researchers have concluded that people who are prone to rage attacks, uh, it's called intermittent explosive disorder, Uh, have less gray matter, which is the brain tissue made of nerve cells, in the so-called front regions of the brain, which structures uh, emotions. I don't know. It was a slow news day. So these brain areas play an important role in the biology of aggressive behavior. An article on new findings is published. Um, So the findings suggest that disrupted development of the brain's emotion-regulating circuitry may underlie an individual's propensity for rage and aggression. So you might say that you might have a a small emotional brain. (laughs) No, I don't think I will say that. Uh, Intermittent explosive disorder is defined as a recurrent, problematic, impulsive aggression. But uh, data is confirming that the condition is a brain disorder and not simply a disorder of a personality. So if you're quick to anger, it's now being pointed out that it's actually a brain disorder and not a personality disorder. What if... I don't know. that, that, That seems a little bit too far to me. I'm sure there are some instances, yes, where there's some kind of brain disorder. Some people are just assholes. <laughs> Greg, can you just please control your emotional brain? I'll try to control it. My emotional brain is too small. I cannot control it. <laughs> can you please? It's not my fault. Get a hold of your tiny emotional brain. Good. So that means it's not my fault then. Yes, because you have a brain problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I have... An emotional brain issue. <laughs> I have a small emotional brain. Yeah, so I'm just like really pissed Next off right now. Next time you right snap now. and yell at someone, be like, I'm sorry, it's because of my brain. It's not my fault. 
It is not my fault. It is not my fault. Yeah. Actually, you owe me an apology for upsetting my small emotional brain. <laughs> Don't upset my emotional brain. So I want to give you a little tidbit. All right, there you have it. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Sometimes things just have to be literally crazy, like your emotional brain. <laughs> my small emotional brain. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. What? Uh, well, I can keep got- telling you about episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. Watching. Oh, that's. I know you can. Yeah. I know you can. It's getting pretty good, man. Pretty. pretty Why are you rewatching 90210? How many times would you say you've watched 90210? Not very many. The entire series. I think the the entire series I only watched through once when it was on TV. What seasons do have you watched multiple times? Mm, the first, uh, like the Donna Martin graduates, probably like the second through the sixth, <laughs> I would say. So that, how many seasons of it are there? Nine. So that's almost the entire series. That is not. Yeah. Oh, there, there might be ten seasons. No, I think it's nine. Do they have yeah. the college. Were they in high school the whole time? No. Oh. I'm watching the college the college years right now. Oh, they have college years? So they're in, they're in uh, high school for the first three. Okay. And then they go to college? And then they go to college. And I think that they stagger out the college. And then they and then they all end up still living in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. But then, you know, some of the cast members come and go. And then, like, uh, there's the... Because they all hung out at the Peach Pit oh, yeah. in high school. But then, you know, Dylan and Valerie Malone buy the Peach Pit. They turn it into the Peach Pit after dark. <laughs> Where it's the nightclub, and they have, which is kind of hilarious because they have all these 90s bands that would come through and perform uh-huh. at the Peach Pit after dark. And Smash Mouth? Did Smash Mouth perform? Smash Mouth didn't perform. Oh. Gin Blossoms? Gin Blossoms did. Who? Um, okay, that's enough 90210 talk. I don't even know where else to go with I'm, that. Okay, I'm just. I'm I mean, just if you saying. have more to say on it. it I do. Been... This is the Lucinda one where Brandon's having an affair with her. Oh my God, there's just like so much stuff going on. That's a lot that's happening. It's pretty stressful. All right. You know what's happening that's going to be pretty cool though is, that's that's not stressful is Thursday, January 28th at the Landmark Saloon. Oh, it could be stressful though. I mean, so much is on the on the line. Well, that's true. Some people might get. But it's Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Yes. Bingo Night, which is happening on Thursday, January 28th at the Landmark Saloon at 4847 Southeast Division, right here in Portland. We would love to see all of you out there. It is, uh, it's a lot of fun. And so it's brought to you by Small Town Brewery, which Small Town Brewery makes not your father's root beer, not your father's ginger ale. That's always awesome when you guys send in uh, pictures of yourself with uh, with those products. Too. Yeah, or even just an email, and we can just shoot it. Yeah, up them. yeah, picture email.